and welcome to Dram Vine, the podcast where we talk about all things whiskey. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Pamela. And on this episode, we are diving into the paranormal and the macabre once again as we talk about dead distillers and distillery tragedies. So grab a dram and listen if you dare. We would love for you to take a sec to subscribe to our show on your podcast app and leave us a five-star review if you like what you hear. You can also support us by heading to our website, dramfine.ca, and sign up for our newsletter. All right. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Pam. Great to see you. We are face-to-face. We're actually head, quite close. Head-on-tet. We're sharing a mic. Head-to-head. I just had Italian dressing, so you probably, you're going to smell that. Same. Okay, good. As so long as we fine. both have it. That's, this yeah. is good. This is fine. Um, <laughs> this is fine. So, um... Uh, are you afraid of the dark? Are you scared of ghosts? We're talking about ghosts again. Well, we always do this, don't we? But uh, no, I'll... we don't. No, but we do once a year. Oh, you mean this? <laughs> I thought you mean like talk about ghosts in general. But yeah. yeah, we do once a year. Once a year, and here we are. Um, I'm scared of the dark. We bet. Yeah. Are you? You know, I don't have time to be scared of the dark anymore. Too busy. I'm too busy about other things like light. Like, oh God. Worrying about real things. Like, yeah. Mortgage so it's like payments. ghosts. Yeah, mortgage payments. I don't have time to worry about if there's a ghost over there. <laughs> Maybe. Now all the ghosts, I'm like taunting the ghosts now. They're going to come. They're coming for me. Mm-hmm. A challenge. Um, But I do enjoy, as you know, do enjoy a scary ghost story. And the Same, macabre. Yeah. The macabre. The macabre. Yeah. I'm all about the macabre. Yeah, me too. <laughs> 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 kind of are I actually am uh, yeah no I love this this is my favourite time of the year okay. Halloween's my favourite holiday yeah it's long gone now I'm still my decorations are still it, up exactly so this was supposed to come we, you know what we were just going to say it we were supposed to have this out earlier but you know what shit happens guys and uh, instead we're doing it because we want to extend the holiday so here we are yeah, yeah yeah and plus there's always time Halloween's for life not just for Halloween exactly it's a state no, of mind macabre. it's a state it's for of life mind. not just for Halloween yes 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 so I have a question for you though since we're going to be talking about ghosts here mm-hmm. ghosts yep um, if you were a ghost cool. oh did you get a chill no I just wasn't expecting this question oh okay yep mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a ghost Pam would you be what kind of ghost would you be would you be a benevolent, a benevolent entity? Would you be mischievous, or would you be like trying to scare the shit out of people? Oh, I think I would just be like a nosy ghost, a nosy ghost. Yeah, I just want to see what folk are up to. You just you to them too. Yeah, <laughs> in there, in there. Do you watch yeah. people doing it. Probably, I. As <laughs> <laughs> a pervert ghost, yes. you'd be a perv. <laughs> what would you be? Mm, pervert ghost, yeah. Exactly. No. <laughs> no, I think I would like, like, I would definitely want to be a mischievous ghost. I think I would just like to really mess with Are you the ones that leave the drawers open in the kitchen and yeah. leave papers around and stuff? Yeah, I would like, I would, yeah, I would gaslight people in the, <laughs> in the afterworld, the afterlife. Yeah, I wouldn't want to cause too, you know, maybe some people I would scare. Certain people out there, I would love to scare the pants off. Oh, of yeah. But others, just a little trick. I would just watch you and have a few laugh. Oh, me? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you'd be tricking me. No, I wouldn't be tricking you. You'd be just watching. I'd be watching you trick the people and oh, enjoy it. Oh, we're both, we're both ghosts together in the scenario. Well, we do everything else together. Okay, so. well, we're going to be ghosts yeah. together. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> okay, well, that's good to know. Um, So I guess we should start talking about some ghosts, some distilleries and whatnot. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, Distilleries are really old, and I feel like 
people like to hang around there. Um, ghosts. They're creepy. They're creepy. Lots of creaky wood. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of dark, like, cold. Dark no, or warm. Or warm. Yeah. <laughs> a range of temperatures. Ghosts love a big range of temperatures. They do. Because yeah. they like to shock you with by making your temperature drop. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, the beat drop, too. Whoa. DJ Ghost. DJ Ghost. Plays music for people. Well, they do turn the stereo on Rick, sometimes. Rick Roll. Oh, maybe that's what it would be. Just get the tunes on. There you go. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. But before we do that, I think we should talk about what we're drinking today, too, while we talk about all these fun things. What you brought for us? I brought... Oh, would you would you care for a wee nip of the Bucky Road? Oh, I love a nip. Of the, how many nips? Because <laughs> that's apparently what you would say on the sly if you wanted to taste Altmore. Altmore. The Speyside Whiskey. Uh, this one here is the 12 year, so the Altimore of the Foggy Moss. What a great name. I know, right? Sounds kind of scary. It does. So um, this was uh, this distillery was often veiled in a, an obscuring mist, uh, aka the Foggy Moss. Mm-hmm. And it's been often, sh- it, this, this distillery has been shrouded in mystery. Um, its whiskey is an exceptional. It's very smooth. And uh, it's just a top, top class stuff. So um, it's kind of like if you know, you know. So we're going to try some Altimore 12 year old today while okay. we talk. Yes, yeah, definitely pour me a nip of the Bucky Road then. All right, here comes a nip. Oh, here we got to do bottle pop, a BP. Nice. Mm, that was kind of scary. <laughs> Spooky bottle pop. <laughs> okay. All right, so we have our, our, our glasses. Let's do a little cheers. How's that for... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> scary um let's well i'm gonna have a quick sip here it smells really nice mm-hmm. Ooh, the nose on this is quite quite sweet Van- very vanilla very rich vanilla sweetness it just ought right off the what's bat what's the abv on that because it's 40, not 46 yes it's not burning or anything it's really nice we will check back with this um, we'll let it open up. I think it mm. actually could probably use a little bit of time. I think it'll open up nicely. That's what I think off of the first taste. Okay. Uh, well, while we do that, why don't you talk? Yeah, lead us through. What are we who are we who are we talking? What distillery are we going to first? Uh, Bushmills. You ever been there? Uh, well, not physically, but in spirit. <laughs> in spirit, I'm always there. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> well, this first story tale is of some star-crossed lovers we love a star-crossed lovers tale <laughs> the end will everything be okay for them in the end well oh no it's, okay it's a tragic tale oh jeez. uh but let's let's travel back to to bushmills bef- before it is what we know it now does that make sense what i just yep. said that was kind of fringe, roundabout way get yep. to that um so the small village of bushmills set on the banks of the river bush as the oldest working distillery in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll fight about that we'll later. This later yeah. um, it's been operating for more than four, 400 years, so sure it has its fair share of ghosts. Mm-hmm. And the distillery is home to the Grey Lady. The Great or Grey? What do you say? Grey, the colour Grey. Grey, okay. Ghosts no. are always Grey. Grey. But it's the, always a Grey Lady. How did you say Great Lady? A Great Lady. Doesn't sound much different. <laughs> Great, great. Don't make me start that the Aaron and Aaron 
argument again with you. That's true. That's true. It sounds the same we when you say it. Well, it sounds the same when you say grey and grey. Well, she was a great grey lady. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. And numerous okay. employees have spotted her over the years. Um, so it has actually been a settlement since the 12th century, Bushmills, the area. So um, back in the day, there was lots of mills along the river Bush. There was corn mills, flax, timber, paper mills, and numerous distilleries. So it was a wee spot. And eventually a community kind of grew together in the 1800s this like very thriving community and uh, people started traveling there for tourism because it's not far from giant's causeway and it had a lot a lot happening there a lot of people doing it reproducing because you expanded you said it just lots of people yeah you, that's where my mind went you've got sex in the brain today i don't know why what, what's wrong with you oh the horny ghosts yeah you're right that's probably what started it <laughs> <laughs> Now I just think about uh, Ghostbusters for that scene. Oh, the sl- when they yeah the when he, when the, he's getting a blowjob off a ghost. Oh, Do I you know that deleted scene. No, well I, I didn't. Well, it, what you I don't, know, don't know about the deleted scene? Well, it it wasn't on TV because obviously I had it taped off the telly. Of course, and I was a wee girl, and I never knew this scene was in it until like probably in the last ten years or something like that. And there's a scene where what's his name? What's the guy's name? Um, Bill Murray. No. The Dan best Aykroyd. one, at Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. The best one. The best one. Mm-hmm. And he's like sleeping in, the, in his oh, bed. Oh. And the ghost goes down on him. Shit. I'm not even joking. That. Okay. So well, it wasn't allowed on the telly in the UK. If anyway. this is true, we'll put, we'll put a link in bio. <laughs> it is true. Okay, we'll put a link anyway, in the, in the sex, show notes. Anyway, the ghost. I just thought you meant like when they're getting, when, when they get stuff shot out at them, it's very, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways continue. Sex the ghost. Jeez, Anyway, let's get back to the serious Bushmills here. <laughs> so, um, in Bushmills, the village, there was a couple that lived across the road from the distillery called George and Margaret. Mm-hmm. Mags. George. And uh, they were a, dis- a retired couple, very devoted, happy couple who just wanted a quiet life. Like, they couldn't be bothered with all these tourists coming in, going to visit Giant's Causeway and hanging about distilleries and that. And they were like, this is our tune. Yeah, like, get out of here. Yeah. They just wanted to chill and uh, have their nice times together. They were always seen together. They were never apart, apart from when George would take their wee dog for a walk at night. So he would head out, walk along the river bush and then wander into the distillery because it didn't have like big fancies around or whatever like security like it does now like people could wander in and out of it and that was his route he did every night so he always went the same way and one night he went for his his usual walk and um margaret was waiting waiting he never came back over an hour she's still waiting and then she heard some scratching (laughs) scratching at the door Mm. She opened the door. It was the wee dog. Oh, no. Came back without the, without without George. Without George. 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 Where is he? Where is he? George is missing. Mm-hmm. So Margaret in a panic now. Obviously, he's off with one of the tourists. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. But that's why they hate them. Threw <laughs> <laughs> a shawl around herself. Grabbed her like um, wee candle torch guy. Off she went out into the night to search for him. She's banging on all the neighbors' doors. Anybody seen George? And they, some of them had, because they all know each other, so we too. Um, and the last sighting was of him wandering into the distillery, and then no one saw him again. Mm. 
So she's wandering around the distillery grounds, hunting for them. She she opens one of the doors to the distillery, gets in there. She's wandering around all the floors with her little candle, trying to find him. And he's not there. She had to give up, go home. But the next night she went out, hunting for him again, the same route. Nah, no George. The next night and the next, the next, the same. She never gave up looking for him. And she did live a long life, Marjorie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eventually when she passed away, um, there were some unusual happenings when she died around the distillery. Just her searching still? Still Where looking. could he be? Where could he be? George, he just, he's like, I've had enough of this shit. He had to, he had to Canada or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Marge. So poor Marge, she's still wandering around. So people have felt a hand on their shoulder when they're in the distillery, cold flash over them while they're wandering around the warm areas of the distillery, doors that should that are heavily bolted normally left open. You know, spooky stuff. stuff. Spooky stuff. And some people have actually even seen a figure of a woman in a shawl with her with her little candle torch her thing, her lantern thing, in the corners of the distillery. Spooky. Ooh, so She's wandering there, moaning and wailing, searching for George. Do people hear her moaning and wailing too? Yeah. Oh my God, she's one for the dramatics. She never she? got over it. She never got over it. <laughs> well, I would be pissed. I'd be pissed and sad. Like, where the fuck did he go? I know. So we she. Right? I, we had to take care of this place by myself now, leaving a note. But then maybe he did die. Maybe he like fell in a still and got like, or I don't know that people would find him. What happened? What happens, George? George. I think he fell in the river. You think he maybe fell in the river? That's a good, that's a logical explanation. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. Well, that was a really good story. I feel really bad for for old Marge or Meg. Meg. Maggie. Maggie, Maggie, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's get on to our next story, shall we? Yeah, let me have a wee second. Okay. Cheers to George and Meg. This one's for Meg's. It's really sweet, actually. It is. What kind of casks? What That's kind of casks do they use here? I think it's just it must be American oak. I think it's just like maybe uh, doesn't really say. What we just assume it's American oak here. It's kind of like it's, it's sweet and floral Tastes- and and very easy to drink and yep. lo- it's actually I'd just say that's lovely. That is quite a lovely, it's smooth lovely. and clean. So. Next up, we are going to continue our uh, our tour of Ireland here because we're headed now to Kilbegan, which you know has a little beef with Bushmills, perhaps because Dang it. because although Bushmills maybe technically had the first license bestowed upon them by King James the first in sixteen oh eight to distill because you had to have a license to distill yeah uh, they were reg- they had to register but they didn't register to trade until the late eighteenth century so um, meanwhile. Kilbegan, they were distilling before that. So I don't know what the the, the hang up was, uh, Bushmills. But we're busy. Yeah, it's like tourism. Tourism. <laughs> they had a, they're trying to find George. They had. <laughs> so Kilbegan, um, they, I mean, they call themselves the oldest working um, distillery because yeah, of that. There's only one way to find out. We'll have to fight. Fight. Yeah. Fight. fight. Let me get my sword. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so they also, but they, what they do have is the oldest working pot still for sure. It's over 250 years old. They still use that, that cool. bad boy. Yeah. What it's called. No, they usually have a name. Uh, old, old timer. I don't know. <laughs> old potty. Nick pothead. <laughs> Uh, uh, so anyways the founder matthew mcmanus he started distilling there in 1757 good year uh and his family kept the distillery for over 100 years before it was passed on to john locke not to be confused with the philosopher well lost which he was probably named after the philosopher and and doctor physician oh my god you know john locke the, the philosopher. No, I only know John Locke from Lost. But yeah, they probably named John Locke from Lost after the actual major oh, John okay. Locke, I imagine. Well, I like to imagine that there's an episode that never went out of Lost where John Locke traveled back. And it was actually based off of this Vegas. John Locke? Yeah. The distiller? Yeah. Well, maybe there's some Lost footage out there somewhere. It's on the cutting room floor. Huh? We'll ask. We'll call, we'll call, we'll call the Lost people. Um you get on that okay so uh but very kilbegan was very much very much part of the of the community like even i think um they credit uh matthew mcmanus from almost having the very first like a crowdfunding project because one of the major components of their still broke and the whole town put pitched the money together so he'd get it fixed so that it wouldn't halt production they're all probably drunks and they're like we need you to keep making whiskey (laughs) here (laughs) i wonder what the parameters were around it like you get one wee dram for every two pence or something no. you know how there's like tears when you do your we'll have to look more into this tier system <laughs> um they also came together there was actually a uh a big massive fire in 1878 and they all you know because alcohol and fire Flam- it's not, flammable. not good not good so not they were flammable. they were rolling out barrels out of there saving all the whiskey risking their lives for the whiskey mm-hmm and, uh, and yeah, so that's just to show you how important this Kilbegan distillery was. Um, but now for the haunting. So mm. there was a, like a, a, um, an abbey nearby, uh, and, you know, lots of monks hanging around. Mm. So there's always been multiple sightings of monk ghosts. Monks love a drink. They do love a drink. You know, they brought, they brought distillation to Western Europe, to Ireland, mm. right? To Ireland. I think I bumped the mic there. It was a ghost. Um, they brought it from uh, from the, what was at the time called as like Mesopotamia, which is like Iraq now, that area. Ooh. They used to just distill and make like medicine and, and, and you know, perfumes. Yeah. They brought that technology then monks did. They brought it back to Western uh, you know, Europe and then Ireland and Scotland were like, oh, we have lots of barley kicking around. Let's just still ferment and still that yeah. shit. And then whiskey was born. Technically, I mean, there's a bit of an argument of who invented it first, Ireland and Scotland, right? Mm-hmm. Technically, there's a record of Ireland having it first. Look, it's a good job we're pals, that's all I'm saying. What, what's that? It's a good job we're pals. It's a good job we're pals? Aye, yeah, Scotland and Ireland. Yeah, they are. But this is, but then the Scottish say, some heard them say, sometimes they say, okay, maybe Ireland discovered it, but we perfected it. Ah, uh, there, there So you go. maybe we'll just let that lie. Leave it be. We're, That's yeah. not something we dig into. Yeah, we're not digging. I just wanted to talk about monks really monks, quick. Yeah. Monks. So anyways, there's monks ghosts, monk ghosts, which I'm not a fan of. I hate their haircuts. That yeah. baldy head with the the, 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 the fire the, cuff right? type yeah. of. Yeah. I wonder why they do that. I don't know. Oh, but maybe they probably, maybe, maybe they want their head no closer to God. To God. Ah, but then maybe. some people want higher the hair the closer to God. That's like mm. Texas is. You're right. So what is it? What is no it? hair god less more hair to god i don't know but no wonder they wear a hood to get cold that. cold cold heat. yeah so anyways i'm just imagining these you know um 
Monty Python-esque like <laughs> monks in ghost form, mm-hmm. like smacking their head with their Bibles. Just drinking straight out the barrel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So all very scary stuff. Um, <laughs> and there's also, there's also lots of, um, apparently in the distillery, there's lots of murmuring and whispering going around mm-hmm. here. Gossip ghosts. Gossip girl. Gossip ghost. Ghost. You're like, XOXO. Gossip ghost. Did he even wash that robe? See, that's the thing. Yeah. So gossip. Gossip ghosts. And um, <clears throat> and also, there's been um, uh, sightings of Mister uh, Matthew McManus himself kicking around the distillery i think these the original distillers like to kick around they yeah, want to micromanagers <laughs> micromanagers still even still think they're the big man <laughs> yeah right <laughs> no one does it right <laughs> <laughs> uh and so uh and i think you i think you mentioned no i don't think you mentioned them, but you told me before we started recording uh, ghost hunters, you know the show Ghost Hunters. Yeah. yeah, they visited. They did visit Kilbegan, and they were like, "Whoa, lots of activity here." Yeah. So something's happening at Kilbegan. So if you go there, look out for ghosts. Ready. Yeah, ready ghosts of all kind. Wonder, wonder. Oh, a monk ghost. A monk ghost. Mm-hmm. Don't fancy that at all. Uh, and that is a brief little story of Kilbegan. There we go. Thank you very much. Let's have another sip. Spooky. Spooky. To the monks. To the monks. If it wasn't for the monks, we wouldn't be drinking this delicious Altmore 12 year. A nip of the what? A nip of the buck. A bucky of the. What is a nip it? Nip of the bucky road. Just... A bit nip of the bucky road. A, the bucky, a couple of nips of the bucky road for yep, me. Two, please. two nips to go, please. Four <laughs> nips. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's really good though i really enjoy it yeah yeah oh, it's nice it's really done it's i know well i have more <laughs> okay mm. let's get on to you have another story for us that's yummy mm-hmm. i really like that yeah down the hatch down the hatch okay um i was just going to touch on one okay tomato distillery and you've mentioned it before mm-hmm. actually i don't think it was on the pod but it was on our instagram about the kubokan oh the kabokan yes mm-hmm do you remember what it means? A ghost dog. It means ghost dog mm. in Gaelic. So uh, while Tomatin Distillery may not be haunted by a human, mm. it does have some spooky activity going on. So the legend has it that the last wolf in Scotland it was actually killed near the distillery and it now haunts the grounds. They killed the last wolf? Yeah, we don't have any like crazy animals. Just ghost wolves only. Just ghost wolves. Yeah, but apparently it's been seen hunting its prey, mm. and then as it's about to attack, it uh, transforms into a blue smoky cloud. Oh, that's not a, a very effective in catching prey. No, but isn't that But spooky? scary. Spooky. Very spooky. Imagine it was running at you about to attack you. And, and then, then it just blew right in front of you. And you're like, I just blew myself. <laughs> Sorry, that's... <laughs> that's from... That's, that's from fucking... That's from... Uh... <laughs> Arrested Development? I've never seen it. Oh, well, from all my Arrested Development fans out there, you know, Tobias, he paints himself blue and he thinks that I just blew myself. Oh. Anyways. That's funny. Just, that's funny. That's I wish I'd seen it. Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Funny. That it's kind funny. of like, it's a good show. It's on Netflix. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to hear? Oh, you know what? Last time, Pam's having a little chuckle. <laughs> Sorry. 
I'm just letting you plugging Netflix. <laughs> Netflix, they need all the help they can get. <laughs> um, so last time we did this, uh, the, this um, scary, spooky episode, I read some old newspaper clippings oh, from right. this book called The Dead Distillers by, and I did this last time, I didn't have it ready to go to tell you what the author of this book is, so I'm going to look for that right now. So, yeah, so the book is called Dead Distillers by Colin Spoilman and David Haskell from Kings County Distillery. Mm -hmm. The history of upstarts and outlaws who made American spirits. So, uh, there's, there's here, there's just, there's a, throughout the book, there's just these newspaper clippings riddled with people that have died due to being in the distillery world, whether in a, in a distillery or what we'll see here shortly because they, had a distillery mm. so this particular uh this particular news um clipping is from the highland weekly news from hillsborough ontario in may 27th or, ontario uh oh did i say hillsborough ohio oh, oh my gosh I was like canadian i don't know why i said ontario uh may 27th 1869 so <clears throat> on saturday night an armed band of disguised men stopped the train from Louisville to Memphis and attempted to murder Internal Revenue Officer Hahn, who had a prisoner on board, arrested for running an illicit distillery. Right? Bandits. Bandits were trying to rescue their distiller friend, yeah. Hahn's assistant, name unknown, jumped from the train, was fired on by the band, and was seen falling. So I think he died. Mr. Hahn fired into the gang, killing one of them. The others poured a volley into the train, fortunately without injuring anyone. The train was immediately put into motion. The last scene of the band, they were making their way for the woods, burying their comrade, and the band was supposed to be to belong to a gang engaged in illicit distilleries, mm. extending from East Tennessee to Mississippi. Ooh. So, it, uh, you know, it was a dangerous game back then, and even now, but <laughs> I think... Right, those bandits, those bandits, those trains. Out of what? A, what a that's like a scene from the Wild West. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm, I'm imagining too. Yeah, Crazy. so that's one story from the Dead Distillers. But now you love that book. It's a great book. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, there's some really interesting uh, female stories that we'll have to mm. dig into at some point. Michelle. Yeah, there's one called like Moonshine Maggie or something. She sounds great. Fun. I know, right? I want to be friends with Moonshine Maggie. But let's now dive into another distillery. We already talking about. Kentucky here, um, mm -hmm. just in that clip there, and we're going to head to Kentucky now for our next story. Let's do it. Uh, in a in a distillery called Old Forester. Old Forester. Yes, yes. Um, I have a Old Forester myself. <laughs> it's a Subaru, two thousand five. It's actually quite great. Um, it's always needing something done here, though. Well, no, not that one. Actually, my newer for Subaru needs the work the old forester has been great still going yeah yeah so um old forester spelled differently though but anyways <laughs> let's talk about old forester in louisville uh, in 1870, it was started by uh, George Garvin Brown, and it reopened in a new location just recently in 2018 mm -hmm. in a uh, former site of this legendary hotel called the Galt Host. Sorry, this is hard for me to say. Galt House Hotel, which opened in 1835. So this hotel was quite famous. It opened or it hosted the likes of um, Charles Dickens. Big names, big, big celebs. Yep. Uh, also, Ulysses S. Grant. Ulysses. Yep. Yep. And uh, Mr. Abraham 
Lincoln. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. So those are just the type of people that were meandering via the halls of this hall of this Galt House Hotel. Galt House Hotel. See, um, it's all yeah, Celeb Central. Central. This is like the Chelsea Hotel in New York, mm-hmm. or perhaps the Beverly Hills. What is it called? The Be- the what is the one in LA? Pretty Women. The Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. I think it's the Beverly Hills, I think it's I called. Think it yeah. yeah. Anyways. Anywho. So this is also the site of murder. Most foul. Oh, shit. So there's a couple famous murders that happened in where now the distillery resides. Um, Union General Jefferson C. Davis shot and killed William General. Wait. Shot and killed General William Nelson after they were drinking and had Willie an Nelson. Willie Nelson. I didn't think of that. <laughs> well, <laughs> must be. <laughs> well, maybe that was his great grandfather or his dad or something. I don't know how old is Willie Nelson. Pretty old. He's an old guy, but like, he's still kicking it. Pretty yeah. good. Maybe yeah. he's haunting it. Maybe that. Yeah. Maybe he's a ghost. <laughs> um. Anyway, so they he killed the guy after an argument, a heated argument, just gun, you know, trigger happy there. Nice job, Jefferson. Um, and then also, this one's a little bit more tragic. It's uh, a pregnant mistress shot her um, baby daddy for not an- acknowledging the paternity of her unborn baby. So well, he deserved it. He was really pissed. Yeah. You know? Apparently, he was a well-to-do man. I can't remember his name at the time, but his ghost is apparently seen walking around that area uh, with his top hat and cane and his gold-tipped cane still and suit. Still being a bastard. Yep, still being a little dandy. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Old Forester, yeah. And um, there's a security guard, too, who told the tale. He's, uh, I don't know if he's there anymore, but recently he talked about how he saw uh, basically, you know, the classic, you see an old old man wearing, you know, col- like the traditional garb of the times, mm. like, you know, mid-set or turn of the century type of outfits and long beard, mustache. He saw this guy he got out of the elevator and he was just standing there staring at him and then he just kind of disappeared and he ended up seeing this guy every day for the next week and he could never see it on the cameras like they went back to check and it wasn't he didn't show up on the cameras i know and um yeah there's also like just whether tourists or other workers they see just ghosts the classic walking through walls yeah. and, and making into like, barrels, into barrels, yeah. drinking drinking whiskey bottle. Mm-hmm. Someone's once reported a, a poor ghost trying to get a drink. Oh, bottle was closed. I think I told you before because I've seen a couple of ghosts when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones was um, was a really old man. He looked like a sailor or something. Oh, really? And he was staring out a window. And there was a table that wasn't really there, but I saw this table with a big decanter on it and he had this teeny tiny little glass and he poured from the decanter into the glass and took a sip and just was staring out the window. Hmm. I literally was a little kid and I just looked out from under my cover, saw it and then just like closed my eyes and pulled the covers over my head. was like, go away, go away. Do you think you were dreaming? No. You saw that? I was a spooky kid. That's so spooky. I don't like that. Hmm? I don't like that at all. Um... But yeah, I mean, there's, I don't know how many, how many stories now we have just, you know, oh, there's these ghosts walking into the walls, into the barrels, and just mm-hmm. like, there's just seems to be, it's a ripe for, the, ghosts are ripe for the picking in distilleries we're yeah. finding. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, so that, that's four different stories, two mm-hmm. from Ireland, two from 
the states yeah right ghosts get around they do well they're all over the place <laughs> do you think there's a ghost here and out yeah so i have one more uh it isn't necessarily ghost story it's more on the macabre side let's eat it so this also came from the dead distillers book that i mentioned previously and have you ever heard of the boston molasses Explosion. I've heard of the Boston Tea Party, but not the yeah. Boston Molasses Explosion. Well, <laughs> get ready to hear about it because it's actually quite horrifying. Okay. Um, so there was, um, this was during the early 1900s, during kind of the end of World War One, and they stored at this distillery um, 2.3, I believe, million tons of molasses that they used to not only make ethanol, they can use it for drinks, but um, it was used for munition, like making munition for the war. Okay. Uh, so they had 2.3 um, million gallons of this stuff that was recently delivered and was stored in this big vat. And then all of a sudden, it just, something happened and the, the structure failed and it just came like a wall of molasses down into the town below. And essentially, like we're talking four foot high molasses like, like lava like well i think it was it must have been they kept it warm so that it could be easier to manipulate and use because if it gets cold yeah. it gets hard but i think like twig a few dozen people died drowned got just pummeled because it's like this, molasses yeah that can you find it like, can you think of a worse way to go drowning in molasses sticky sticky and then just the rescue missions getting people out Ooh. and um and yeah, it just there's actually a picture. Um, you can see pictures of the after Show me effects here, or the after. Um, so yeah, if you can imagine a tidal wave, it's of 2.3 million gallons of molasses, 25 feet high actually, and traveling 35 miles an hour when it hit. Well, especially there was a young girl that was hit right away, Maria. And uh, oh man, everything was just crushed. Everything became debris, reduced to sticks because that amount of force and the, the, the viscosity of molasses, just, oh my gosh. Um, so so here's- Tsunami. There it is there, see it? Let me see. We'll, t- we'll, we'll put a, uh, a, uh, a picture oh. you can link to of the molasses explosion. Look at that. Yeah. And uh, apparently- Yeah. Apparently to this day, um, in that part of town in Boston, people still report smelling molasses on a hot summer's day really? yeah so uh distilling dangerous business sure is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. health and safety wow so distillery work spooky business spooky business yep mm-hmm. and um you know i guess if anyone ever has any stories with distillery please yeah, let us know yeah. email us yes we love them. We love them. We want more. We want more. Exactly. Uh, so final thoughts on our, our whiskey that we're drinking today, I our Altamore? I actually really enjoyed that. I think it's a really nice dram. I think if you're looking for a nice classic, easy, easy a nice uh, space side whiskey, this is mm-hmm. a great representation of a space side. It's 46% too. So it's not, you know, it's, it's taking itself pretty seriously. Um, and um, I just love whoever the writer is for their um their copy they've got a creative writer i really like it for sure it's yeah 
Really nice. Bucky Road. Bucky. Pull, pull up to the Bucky Road, Yep, please. I will take a nip of the Bucky Road. Thank you. So, yeah, so well done, Alfmore. Well done, you. And well done. I guess that wraps up our episode, I guess season two, episode nine. No idea. It's nine, I think. Let's be back. Uh, it is going to be back. We kind of, we took, we, you know what? Life comes at you hard. I mean, sometimes you gotta, um, sometimes it doesn't come at you like a, a wall of molasses. Actually, wall of molasses in this case came at Pretty you really fast. pretty accurate, actually. Yeah, it came at you fast. Um, so molasses, not always the best analogy for something that goes slow. Because C, Boston, molasses, um, explosion. Anyways, this is a, this, out, this outro is just losing itself. <laughs> Anyways. And end. And end. So no, we got to say thank you to the, cre the creator of our theme song, Mr. Bobbin, for This Is The Life. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram, Dramfine Podcast. Cheers, gang. Cheers, gang. Mmm. That was really scary. <laughs> you should put the clip in at the end of this week. Put a bottle down in case my boss falls in. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, this This episode of Dram Fine is sponsored by Sherbrooke Liquor, voted one of the world's best top bottle shops by RateBeer.com. If you find yourself in the Edmonton, Alberta area, hit up one of their two locations for an amazing selection of wines, spirits, and lots and lots of beer. And don't be intimidated by the large selection as they have friendly and knowledgeable staff that will help you find your way. And keep an eye out for the Dram Fine gems on the whiskey shelf too as they are selections by... the Tramfine Ladies. Thank you.